Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, checking out another brand new episode. Today's features, the Trophy Mules. Got to sit down with uh, Corey and Josh talking about their brand new album. And uh, we play some live acoustic songs. And uh, we had a lot of fun. So, hope you enjoy this one. I do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Friendship Brewing Company in Wentzville, Missouri. Serving up all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps out there for uh, you get yourself a nice tasty cold beverage. And uh, you can get some delicious food, all kinds of, uh, you know, burgers and nachos and flatbread pizzas and lots of uh, great daily specials also. So uh, check that all out. And some great live music out there. On uh, Thursdays, they've been doing this Singo Bingo Night. So on uh, Thursday, February 9th, come on out for Singo Bingo One Hit Wonders. And on Friday... February 10th, Jeff Waltchauser. And Saturday, February 11th, Andy Tucker. And uh, don't forget Monday, they're doing a special uh, Valentine's Day dinner and beer. So come on out and be a part of that. If you don't have any Valentine's Day plans yet, there you go. Uh, You can find... Full listing of their beer menu, food menu, and concert calendar at FriendshipBrewingCompany.com. And uh, be sure to plug in with them on Facebook and Instagram for more info. Uh, You know, uh, you've been hearing me talk about it, uh, but uh, Friendship Brewing is expanding and getting ready to open up their brand new location in Hannibal, Missouri. And Flint Hill, Missouri. So if you are in the uh, Hannibal or Flint Flint Hill area, great news. Uh, Friendship Brewing is coming to you. Uh, So yeah, check it all out. More info on the website, friendshipbrewingcompany.com. And uh, I'll be sure to report back with more info when I got it. But uh, thanks again to Friendship Brewing Company for making this all possible. I truly appreciate it. Their continued support. So get out and uh, show them some love and tell them Shane sent you. If you need anything from me, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. And uh, again, big thank you. I appreciate you all being here. Uh, Whether it's your first time or a long time listener, uh, thanks for being here. Uh, Really means a lot to me. So. Uh, With that, out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with the Trophy Mules. Um, Podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio, it's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) That's also like my mom. Uh, It makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, It sounds like this. Uh, This is Corey. And this is Josh. And we're the Trophy Mules. We're uh, here with Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. This is beat paper, paper covers rock. 
Rock beats is a shame, covers non-stop, never know what new kind of guests that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock, folk, country, or hip-hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has, could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Double-decker fudge round, rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero He's your hero, he's your bestie Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley Rock, paper, podcast Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock, paper, podcast Coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri Hanging out today with Corey and Josh of the Trophy Mules. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, it's great to be here with you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, this is our first time uh, getting to meet. And, uh, you know, I know we uh, kind of, me and Corey have been friendly online for a little while now. Mm-hmm. So it's finally uh, time to sit down and get to know each other a little bit better and talk about a brand new record we have from you guys. But, uh, I guess before we get rolling too far, let's, uh, let's properly introduce yourself for those listening. So, yeah, uh, I'm Corey Sadoff uh, of the trophy meals. He's a, he's our band leader. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Singer, guitarist, songwriter. Yeah. And I'm Josh Keen. Um, I am, also, singer, uh, I switch between lead guitar and keyboards, um, and I, I write a few songs myself. Yeah, very cool. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is what's fun about this show is uh, you know continually getting to meet new you know people making music in our town, and uh, so it's fun to have this opportunity to sit down and talk about what you guys have been up to. I know uh, I know a little bit about. You guys just, uh, you know, doing a little bit of research and stuff. Um, I, I guess I didn't realize until reading it, but that you guys, that the group's been around, Trophy Mules have been around, what, close to? Uh, since about 2009. Yeah. yeah. So we've been- um, in many different uh, incarnations. Right. Uh, me being the the one constant. But yeah, we've been around on the scene for quite a while. It's, it's, been, it's been a fun ride. Yeah. So you, but you've had a couple of different lineup changes i guess yeah definitely uh this is our boy at least three drummers yeah uh probably three bassists um and guitarist multiple as well Uh, uh, scott swartz has been with with us the longest probably uh the current lineup yeah uh, he's a pedal steel wizard oh yeah um and he's in a lot of other local bands uh, prairie rehab uh he plays with cree rider mm-hmm. um so you, you've seen his him and heard him out uh on the scene so but he, he's been a constant with us for several years now too so yeah uh yeah i met uh scott uh through prairie rehab so, mm-hmm. yep great um, band oh yep. yeah uh well let's uh so so yeah the group's been around for a bit we have um this is our third project right the yes, recording, third, re- third recording project yeah. yep so we're going to talk about the brand new album in a little bit uh but i guess like before we uh get there like i wanted to kind of since we do have both of you guys here and and uh we talking about some of this but where do you two uh meet and how let's talk about some of your 
history together. Like, do you guys meet uh, through the band? Is that how things kind of come about? Or Yeah, I, so I used to play uh, music with our drummer, um, Simon Drew, and he and I were in a band together in about 2012, 2013, and that didn't last very long. And so he joined the Trophy Mules and there were a couple of opportunities when their bass player couldn't make a gig and they asked me to come and actually play bass. And so I filled in a couple times with them. And, you know, one day I got the call that said, hey, our, our guitar player has decided to step away. Would you like to play? And Simon had told uh, Corey that I also played a little bit of keyboards too. So they asked if I could do both guitar and keyboard. And I would say when we play as a full band, it's probably about 50, 50 that I, that I play keyboard and piano. Um, but yeah, that's how, that's how I got with the group. And I, I have been having a whole lot of fun. I think it's been about four years, I think since, since I joined, yeah, I think, I think it's about right. Yeah. And what was, uh, I guess, uh, for, for Corey, what, when you started Trophy Mules, was it like, uh, uh, was it always like this, you know, direction? Like, I know you, I read you, had, you know, played in a couple different groups before mm -hmm. and that you, uh, a couple different sounds, like, but yeah. w when the idea of Trophy Mules was always to like more this, this country uh, type of. It, it kind of started out that way, um, but now it's evolved. I, I think it's really mm -hmm. evolved. We are pretty much straight. Um, we had a mandolin player, um, stand up bass, even at times, uh, pretty country ish, you know, Americana twangy, you know, rock. Um, and now it's kind of evolved, especially with the uh, Josh coming on and, and doing the piano, a lot more piano and keys. And, uh, we're, we're, you know, adding more like indie rock, I guess, vibe mm -hmm. to some of the stuff. So it's kind of a, kind of a combination of my prior two bands which were jerkwater junction that was pretty much you know country rock and then brain regiment which was kind of more indie rock um it's kind of all coalescing right now kind of a hybrid of all but still kind of a a, a twangier influenced style of music uh, americana but you know a lot of different elements in there there's yeah. a lot of a uh, uh i know josh and simon and even uh, jared our bases to some extent are, are, are big into like the Grateful Dead and Fish and some of those, uh, some of those types of bands. So that, that kind of sound is kind of sprinkled in too, because yeah. just the natural influence and everything. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, I, that's one like, uh, um, especially working on, I worked at, I was telling you guys, I worked at Broadway Oyster Bar for like five years. And, uh, I think St. Louis maybe, uh, has more, Grateful Dead cover bands like per capita <laughs> than like anybody I think like, probably I would say that's probably accurate and yeah. uh, we would have a you know quite a few uh, different groups come in there playing Grateful Dead cover stuff and and uh, what I don't know and I guess it's that's kind of the thing the whole really the the story behind the Dead was like the how great the live show was there you know that was their big selling thing was people would you know you got to head you had to see it kind of thing you had to be there mm -hmm. and uh so i've all you know the, some of the recordings i was like yeah okay i was you know a couple songs i like i've just never really you know nothing's really spoke to me but like getting to see it live and especially like seeing in like sean cannon's voodoo players do different dead stuff not different nights they do mm -hmm. sometimes they would do like a jerry night sometimes they do bob weird night or what you know and different yeah. things like that yeah 
Um, but seeing them guys do it, like maybe really truly like understand a little more like why the dead was so great and how, why so many people love it the way they do. So, right. Um, so yeah, I've, I'm, I'm kind of newer to the, uh, the, the grateful dead experience and stuff, getting to understand all that. But, uh, um, but yeah, so maybe, uh, so you guys, are you guys in incorporating a little bit more of that, uh, that jam aspect you think? Um, I think it's yeah. in, in, in spots. Yeah. Depends yeah. on the songs. And we, you know, we, we do two of their songs in, in our acoustic set, at least, um, throughout a, you know, three hour show, we'll do two songs. And I would say, um, in the song cold comfort, the, the lead that I do at the end of it is kind of inspired a little bit by kind of the jam band type of, of mm-hmm. flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, uh, we, uh, like I said, we teased at, uh, having this, uh, new record and this just, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago back, right? Uh, it was right, uh, late November. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It came out, but you know, Christmas season kind of sure. came around yeah. and we, we wanted to, we set a goal to get it out by the end of the year because it was just, it'd been a moving target for multiple years and right. we finally said, Hey, we're going to do it. It took us till the end of November, but we got it out at the end of 22 and, uh, now we're kind of, you know, hoping to, to push it out there a little bit more at the beginning of 23. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're, and we're, we're thankful for, for KDHX 881 for, for playing a bunch of songs. A lot of the DJs are, are playing some songs. So it's getting some radio play, which is awesome. And yeah, we want, we want people to listen to, listen to the album and, and come see some shows. Yeah. So we got, uh, no sooner than the moon, which is mm-hmm. the t- uh, title of the record, uh, now on all your, favorite platforms and of course can be heard at kdhx uh and you can get physicals at shows mm-hmm. um we have a uh, cd copies that are available but you mentioned uh cold comfort and that's one we wanted to highlight from the record and uh this is a, a Corey song and uh what uh which i thought was cool to see you guys like um th- that this record is you know like not maybe uh it's pretty close to half and half i get maybe a pretty good split uh between the two of you uh featuring on uh different songs and stuff yeah so. he's got three written but he, he sings great backups on right most of the songs so it, it's it's a it's a good pairing right um, I, w- I always uh that's one of my favorites about groups that have multiple you know songwriters or lead singers in the group like where they can just offer in a lot of variety and different uh you know what their songwriting styles and their vocals and everything else yeah. like so and uh even on a compilation of you know 10 songs you're still going to get a lot of variety or you know whatever it is so i'm mm-hmm. just like that's always one of my favorite things about a group is having multiples uh songwriters and vocals coming through like that definitely it gives it, it makes the ear you know, gravitate different directions for people, you know, hearing the same voice all the time, even if they're, you know, it's a perfect voice can maybe right. get a get a little stale on a, on a full recording. So having yeah. multiple singers and multiple songwriters uh, is always great. I think. Yeah. yeah. And getting some ideas, you know, we're, we, we were just talking today about, you know, some songs that we want to start recording for another project. And, uh, you know, the fact that I, I'll throw Corey a song, I'll say here, and he'll say, well, have you thought about doing A, B, and C? And, you know, switching it up a bit. And in the end, it, it makes it a better song when we can kind of give each other ideas. Yeah. Nice, man. That's what it's all about, collaborating. Yes. Yeah. 
Well, let's, uh, so tell me about uh, Cold Comfort. Is there anything that uh, comes to mind with this song, uh, whether recording or lyric-wise or anything? Um, musically, I'm really happy with the way it turned out with this band. It, that was a song I'd written several years ago, and it had just never been um, – it had been played out in some of my prior bands, but never recorded. And uh, I always thought, you know, when the right – group of guys came along that we could really make it something and uh that happened with this recording i think um in terms of the inspiration for it i think i was uh, looking to get out of uh, a situation uh that wasn't wasn't working for me and uh it was kind of venting through that song yeah um, but i liked um i liked the rock that we brought on this uh, with everybody involved. So that's what I'm proud of with it. Die in the 
I think it's fun, even if uh, even if a song's been already like recorded by a different group or whatever. You know, if it's, but it's. I think it's uh, interesting to see how, even if it's your own music reinterpreted mm-hmm. through a fresh lens with a different group of people, and what you know, how the different influences are going to come in on that. Exactly. This, you know, so it's like. Uh, but I, I've heard those kind of stories, like where there's, you know, a songwriter will hold on to a song just for, you know, it's like this one, I mean, it's been in the notebook for, you know, 10, 20 years or whatever. And it's like, right. I finally found the right pieces to put it together. And, mm-hmm. um, but it, I always like those stories. It's kind of like a, kind of like a, the missing puzzle pieces, put, you know, put everything together. And then finally like, oh, here it is. This is what it's supposed to be the whole time. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Cold Comfort, that's that's one of my favorite ones to to play, especially as a full band. It's it's fun. Again, as Corey said, it's a it's more of a rocker. And uh, again, it's it's fun. Yeah. It's it's a lot of fun. And, and I take some some liberties at the end, however long he lets me go until he signals. All right. Time well, we, to end the song. Time we did to have to fade back. it out on the recording. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we could have had that yeah. be, a, you know. 12 minute song right. if you wanted to but yeah we faded it down yeah live we uh we can we can make that last a lot longer yeah. live. i mean it could be a good six minute song yeah you know, which for us that's a that's you know six seven minutes is a long song yeah i just uh shout out to my, my buddy uh joe bazelli i just had him on uh the show a little bit ago and we were doing some live jamming uh acoustic on the show and he uh, he pl- debuted a song on there uh, uh, called "She's Got a Thing," and then he does a live fade out on the on the oh, song, oh, wow. <laughs> and and it made me laugh. So like it's just so well done. Like, um, but he's uh, been down in Nashville, like trying to you know make it as a songwriter down there. He'd been uh, hustling and. And he's like, uh, he said, nobody down there does, does a live fade out. So he's like hoping that's his, his you know, ticket, yeah. ticket to kind of stand out and do something different. Uh, right. But uh, I just thought that was, uh, was speaking of, uh, you know, doing it in the studio and that we, uh, he's doing it live on show. So maybe you guys can. Yeah, maybe we'll try that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you got, you mentioned recording uh, and uh, what you guys did most of this like in-house, right? With Scott? Uh, we did it at Scott's. Yeah. yeah. And he's. He's a wizard. He, he not only is he a pedal steel wizard, he's a, a studio wizard and uh, engineering and everything. And uh, that's you know that's a blessing to have someone like him in the band. He uh, re- recorded it in house, and you know it's 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 comfortable that way because sure. it's the same space that you practice in. And uh, you know you, you just I don't know that's that's an important element to have a, a, a you know the level of comfort uh, to relax and you know, play and not, uh, feel like you're looking at a clock or something. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I've, uh, I've noticed like, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to record in some, some really nice, uh, studios. And I mean, that's always like uh, something I feel like they, some of the greats really strive for is like comfort, you know, mm-hmm. you guys, uh, yeah. Some nice, uh, furniture, some rugs, some nice lighting and things mm-hmm. just to like, you know, create uh, a safe space where you feel like relaxed that you've relaxed and you Mm -hmm. can explore creative creatively and uh and then you know get see what make the best put out the best product you can right right but uh yeah especially like somewhere where you're you know you're you're already 
going every week or whatever, or, you know, hanging out with Scott and you're with friends and stuff. It's, uh, yeah. I imagine that will really uh, come through on these uh, recordings and stuff where you more comfortable. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, shout out to, to Scott for helping make this uh, project uh, possible uh, from behind the board, too. Yeah, yeah Scott's he, the man. He did a great job mixing and mastering uh, to make it sound how it how it sounds. Yeah. And like I said, we do have uh, physical CD copies at uh, shows, and uh, but it, you can find uh, the album on all your streaming platforms today, um, wherever you're getting your digital music at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you do have an opportunity to come see Trophy Mules. Uh, and th- was this going to be a full band, or are you guys doing, or is this an acoustic one? Just uh, acoustic duo. Okay. Um, well, we do have a gig uh, lined up for February 19th. Uh, it's a Sunday afternoon, 1 to 4, at the Wine Garden in Belleville. Correct. So, which uh, would I think is, uh, so you guys do a lot of these acoustic duo uh, stripped down version of the band, but mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we'll get a, a full band uh, electric show together sometime soon. And Oh, yeah. Well, we have some. You know, we'll have some here coming up soon. Um, But yeah, we do a lot of the acoustic duo shows as well. So look out for that. And we we try to specify, uh, you know, on the Facebook events or whatever, if it's an acoustic duo or even trio sometimes uh, or full band. So catch us out on any any of the uh, versions. Right. Yeah. There's so many, you know, smaller breweries and wineries out there that, that, that we play at that they just don't have the space for a full band or, you know, they don't want the volume Mm -hmm. of a full band. So it's, um, it's, I won't say easy, but it's, it's more common for us to get a gig at, you know, at some of those smaller venues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I thought that might be a nice tie in to what we did today. We did do some live jamming Mm -hmm. and, uh, we brought a couple guitars and we did a song called cure for the common blues And uh, this is a Josh song, also appears on the record. Uh, But uh, what would you guys, uh, anything come to mind around this song, Josh? Yeah, this is a song, I wrote this one a a few years ago, kind of like Corey. um, You know, I I kind of have a catalog of songs that I wrote and, you know, recorded in my basement, just little demos for, for friends. So being able to bring some songs out, you know, in a in a band setting uh but yeah this is just i thought of just different stories um about you know people kind of down and and ended up I, I would say one one of the verses uh the third verse about the two people having a fight this one got bad that one was about some some friends of ours uh at the time uh and and so yeah just you know, people having the blues about bad things and wanted to wrap it up. Last verse is more of a fun, a fun, positive ending. I, I try to do that. If I, if I write a song that is kind of down about something, I, I do my best to end it on a positive note. Uh, Cause I think that's just the kind of guy I am. Yeah. All right. <laughs> to the doctor says he's ill hoping that he'll get another pill he's gotta find something that he can use 
sleep all night Lying awake Wishing that she could Just catch a break Hoping that tomorrow Will bring good news Looking for a cure For the common blues Yeah, yeah To the good life that they once had They can't take any more of the other's abuse Looking for a cure for the common blues You check to see you've got another message on the phone You wish that everybody'd simply leave you alone It's been a long day, is that just an excuse? Looking for a cure for the common blues Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah So far, it's been one or the other, but you, you said you, that sometimes you guys do help each other create the better song if there's an, maybe a pitching idea like, well, Bob, if we try this, like you said. But do you guys ever like sit down and actually write together, collaborate? I was like, is there a co-write song We at haven't all? yet. Um, yeah. I think that's something we could probably get closer to doing now yeah. since we're getting more familiar with each other's writing styles. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that, that, that'd be a cool thing to be able to yeah, do yeah that'd be yeah. a lot of fun right i know i mean i know a lot of writing is you know pretty personal for most people i mean it is kind of a 
a solo sport at, at times, but um, I think it'd be interesting. Like I said, again, talking about creating a better product, collaborating and stuff. I always feel like it's uh, be fun to see what you guys come up with uh, together too. So, yeah. 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 I think it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, well, you, uh, again, uh, cure for the common blues also appears, uh, on, uh, no sooner than the moon. So you can, uh, check out the, um, full recording on there. And, uh, but, uh, we, uh, we also wanted to highlight a song, uh, called, uh, Chupacabra Valentine, which was, uh, we also did live acoustic today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this is a Corey song and, uh, but, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I think what this is probably the one um, quite a bit different than the the live acoustic version is quite a bit different than the recorded version. Right. That one is a lot of piano driven. Right. Um, which which sounds awesome on the recording. But, you know, we, we play a lot acoustic and duo. And so, you know, we, you know, it's kind of. You know, have, just, to uh, adapt. Yeah, have to adapt. Have yeah. to adapt a bit. So, uh, but I, we we like the way it sounds both ways. Yeah, so. yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, I think it sounded great today, and uh, it's just fun to hear uh, the, the like again you know, the different alternate version, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Right. Hearing yeah. Because Scott and I, you know, on the lead in that song, we trade off. So he'll do a lead on the pedal steel for a few bars, then I'll do a piano lead, and it's fun to go back and forth like like that. Um, I just I don't have the. Uh, the abilities to do that all by oh, myself. Sure. So, yeah. what uh, what, where do you come up with uh, Chupacabra Valentine? Where, wow, yeah, uh, kind of a uh, a darkly romantic song is what I was going for. Um, just the the mysteriousness and the uh, the mysteriousness and, and darkness sometimes of, of love and and uh, relationships. It, it can still be. Uh, a beautiful thing, but uh, just mysterious and dark, and you know, at times, uh, you know, just kind of a domestic type of story, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I wanted to try to try to add some some lyrical elements that were just, you know, a little different, you know. So uh, yeah, that's what I was going for. Was, I, was that always like uh, that title and that line, Chupacabra? Like, is that like does that actually is that something you I mean, I don't know. Is that? I always feel like like I've heard like different things. Like, um, especially uh, there's a interview with uh, Steven Tyler that was on on Stern Show one day, and he mm-hmm. was saying a lot of his writing is like he'll just he'll basically scat along to the song and kind of making up words, and all of a sudden, then he'll like realize like he'll go back and he'll analyze what he what he was saying and kind of going along with the melody, and he'll put real words that fit into that yes and that's kind of how it started um it, it, kind of a whisper track or you're kind of humming yeah to the to the song and, and it kind of popped out and it was just like i didn't fight it you know right. it was like chupacabra valentine <laughs> so then i kind of wrote around it like what yeah. would that what would that mean as two words that like no one's ever gonna put together right and, and that's yeah that's that's how it starts really yeah and i think that's uh, songwriters are a lot like that where they're Something kind of is muttered or something while they're strumming. They're like, Ooh, okay, yeah. well, let's go with it. And that's that's kind of the way it worked. I, I kind of wrote it around th- those two words. Yeah. Which yeah. don't seemingly yeah. <laughs> match at any point. So.
stronger the weight, stronger the faith, darling. What more could I possibly ask for? The false escape far and away from this mad love. Stumbling backwards Lost emotions Trampled in time Chupacabra Valentine Such a sad lullaby
and yeah. that, and that's and that's fun when you're writing songs like that when you have that idea and then the words flow afterwards because yeah. that is as many songwriters know sometimes words can escape you and just not want to come yeah. um, but it's a whole lot of fun when you have that idea and it's just oh here's a verse here's a verse and all of a sudden it's done yeah i've been trying to be uh apply i've you know i've talked a lot about it on this show but uh i've, I've always been a lyrics guy i've always you know kind of just that's where i connect to music and uh i'm big on songwriters and storytelling of songs and and um so uh but i've been like trying to like it's, it's been more and more like something's been kind of poking at me calling me like saying try to do it myself i've never really applied myself in that form yet to, i've done like a poetry a little bit but never really got into like proper songwriting mm -hmm. and uh but i've noticed like myself hearing things hearing like a line like you say some somebody will say some one line and then you're like wait wait a second there's something that, that sounds like it could be a hook in a song or whatever you know yeah. and that kind of thing so i've been noticing myself doing that more and um i just need to probably uh sit down and actually apply myself and, and start <laughs> right like, uh joe was saying again i mentioned him like when he was saying that there are a lot of advice that they get is like you just keep writing and you know, you're gonna write like a at least like a hundred bad ones before you start writing a good one that you like or whatever kind of thing. And that, so it's mm -hmm. just more or less, it's just keep, you got to just go through the motions of getting it right. Yeah. That's the conventional wisdom. Right. Yep. Create the habit. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, so just funny to hear like, uh, that's definitely a, a phrase, uh, or, you know, th that, uh, that's what kind of caught my attention was that those those words don't really seem to to fit, but we made it work and mm -hmm. and uh, works out in the song. So yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so uh, check those out. Uh, and uh, we got one more on the record that we wanted to highlight. And uh, from the uh, this is a uh, from the album, uh, and this is a song called "Wish You Well." And this is a, again a Josh song. And uh, this. Uh, I'm assuming uh, pretty heavily influenced by our pandemic. Exactly. Uh, this is yep. COVID song. Yeah. Yes. This is the pandemic song. Right. Yeah. Six, uh, six feet uh, might as well uh, be miles away. That, that was, that's the first line in it because, you know, when we first started talking about social distancing and, and, and it's it's funny now because the second verse is six weeks might as well sound be a whole goddamn year and but now I'm thinking man six weeks that was nothing right because <laughs> you, you know to now we're what almost three years out of it um, and and but but the the frustration that that everybody had I think at the beginning just not knowing and what is it what's going on what can we do what can we not do but again just like you know what i said in in cure for the common blues i i didn't i didn't just want to create a a complaint song so that's why you know i see you from a distance but i can't really tell how you're doing in this in instance but i want to wish you well so just trying to keep a a positive a positive spin on it and recognize it
six feet Might as well Be miles away You ask me If I can tell Today from yesterday The walls we've built around us are heavier than stone The cold wind that surrounds us Chills me to the bone Six weeks Might as well Be a whole goddamn year How long Must we all You can focus on the darkness Or focus on the light But you don't have to feel helpless Cause it's gonna be alright I see you from a distance I can't really tell How you're doing in this instance And I wanna wish you well on the darkness or focus on the light but you don't have to feel helpless cause it's gonna be alright I see you from a distance but I can't really tell how you doing in this instance? And I wanna wish you well. I see you from a distance, but I can't really tell. How you doing in this instance? And I wanna wish you well. Wanna wish you well I wanna wish you well Wanna wish you Yeah, that's another one where it's a little different on the album versus acoustic like the lead when we do it full band Scott does a great 
you know, pedal steel lead on it. When we do it acoustic, I'll do a harmonica lead. So just mix it up a little bit at times. And this was actually the, 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 the one song on the album that I actually did the drums for oh, no. as well. Um, yeah, Simon had s- shoulder surgery. And so we were wanting to get some things done and, and I, I, I play a little bit of drums, so they, they allowed me to, to give it a go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, did now this for both of you guys, but do you find, uh, you know, something like that? Uh, I, I just feel like, uh, more either you can go, it can go both way, either way, I guess, but like something like a, a global pandemic when we're things are, you know, it's a bummer, it's de- depressive whatever things, you know, we, our whole world was shut down and, uh, kind of thing. And, uh, I just feel like either you can be for, or, you know, inspired to create more cause you're tapped into that. Or some people just so you know, I feel like a lot of songwriters are inspired more by either like heartbreak or, or love, falling in love kind of thing. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's one extreme emotion or the other kind of, and so I didn't know if like, wish you well, obviously is kind of about that. I didn't know if maybe writing, you guys felt more inspired to write more during the pandemic or if it was like uh or not i guess is what i'm trying to say so yeah i i i haven't been as prolific yeah. uh post pandemic which which honestly is frustrating because i i enjoy writing songs i enjoy creating my demos down here in the basement but they they yeah i can't say exactly what causes my inspirations it just you know sometimes the muse gets me and and sometimes not but mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. What about you, Corey? It, it was definitely a, a different time. Um, I think, yeah, I think the inactivity, you know, cause we were kind of, you know, I think if you're active with your band and you're having shows and you're having practices and stuff, um, that, that for me breeds more creativity. Um, and having that just kind of cut out from under you for a while, that, that was kind of a, a numbing experience to where it did stunt me from writing for a while. Um, I've still been able to write some now since it's everyone's kind of adjusted and mm-hmm. adapted, but early on it was, it was a challenge to, right. to do really much of anything musically. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, well, I'm glad uh, all of it, uh, Seems to be back. Uh, everything, you know, we're getting back to doing all of our fun things we were doing, all of our shows yes. and stuff. So, yes. Um, but yeah, uh, it was a weird time for sure. Uh, <laughs> so, and I, but I do feel like it's ultimately changed everything. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's, it it's, it's everything's different now. It's we're getting things are back to normal in a sense, but I think it's ultimately always going to be a little different. You know, it's never going to be quite the same as it was. Yeah. The, the so. cliche new normal, Yeah, the right. new normal. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but uh, it's just like, uh, I don't know. I feel like even, you know, going to like a, you know, a, b- a crowded bar show or whatever. I think more people, I just feel like more in general, more people are like more anxiety and, uh, uh, you know, ner- str- stressed and nervous about crowds and, you know, yeah, more the, aware of, more cognizant right, of it, you know, yeah. is there going to be a lot of people at this right. or, yeah. I just, I mean, I know there's some people that don't care, but I just feel like in general, I think there's a lot of people that just are, are more likely, especially after you had 
two years uh, or whatever staying at home mm -hmm. people are like i'll just stay home and mm -hmm. i'll watch the you know watch the live feed or watch the you know netflix uh documentary about it or whatever you know, yeah was. right so yeah uh, well and it's 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 society right because it's it's like that people are gonna stay in watch netflix or yeah. or do a couch tour of you know right of of a band and 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 work you know i i i'm one of the few people at work that i enjoy going into the office right. and it's a quiet office yeah so it's 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 all it's all different whether it's work or play yeah but yeah um but i i still love going uh shows i, I mean it's uh there's you can't you can't replace it like i mean going live music is it's an experience yeah and then yeah. just to see you guys there to you know have a chance to talk afterwards and get a CD sign or whatever mm -hmm. you know the whole thing that everything goes into it and it's like it's oh, I love it all and I'm uh, but yeah there's there's very few things that move me like live music does and stuff so and you can meet like-minded people you know right. you're at you're at the same show together so you have something common already and yeah some, sometimes you meet new people that way too and go, that's go, something that's not watching it at home on sure. a, you can't do so i go to a lot of shows by myself just because like I, I got frustrated trying to ask friends to go all the time i mean there's there's times i you know do take friends but if mm -hmm. people don't want to go i'm like well i'll go by myself i don't care i'm, I'm yeah. gonna go have a good time and plus i don't like talking during the shows anyway so i'm like <laughs> yeah it uh, allows you to focus on right. the music yeah so yeah. i like uh but i like you're saying i've met so many people and that's what i always uh people when i have talked like during set breaks or whatever people are like you know you just go i'm like yeah well, well we're already at the same show we already got one thing in common we already exactly. know we like the same band and same music and stuff so mm -hmm. it's very easy to start talking to people and then i've run into those same people in multiple shows and then now they're friends so it's right, like exactly uh so it's cool like i've met all kinds of uh great people just from going out to shows yeah yeah but uh but yeah you uh what was uh Speaking of that, uh, what maybe uh, what's your guys' first uh, concert memory? Do you have? Uh, do you guys know? Remember your first uh, show you went to? Mine's almost embarrassing. <laughs> uh, Public Enemy. Really? Uh, it was at the uh, the new arena. It was called, which is now where the you know uh, Enterprise Center where the Blues play. Um, it was a I was a junior in high school, and me and a, a buddy went to. It was Public Enemy, Naughty by Nature, Ice T. Queen Latifah and like one other yeah. act. It was like a big rap like festival kind yeah. of thing. And uh it was it was awesome. That was yeah. my first uh concert experience and uh but yeah. What's yeah. yours? Mine actually mine was was similar. Um but it was this was probably nineteen eighty five, eighty six. It was uh the headliners were new edition and they had opening for them. Um, an early rap group called UTFO. They had the song Roxanne, Roxanne, which was big. And then the Fat Boys. All right. Nice. Uh, I used to like the, the Fat Boys. It was, yeah. at the, it was at the Fox Theater. That was the first concert. But my, my friend, his dad worked for, um, I think, KMOV Television. And he got he got us tickets. And and yeah, yeah, we were, we were nice. pretty young. But, but I remember it. Yeah. Uh, I think new edition. I just saw them on. Uh, I guess I got together uh, for some, some some dates coming up, but they were on uh, the 
New Year's Eve ball drop thing with, oh, with, really? with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, so, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. I haven't, yeah. I mean, and it's funny because that's, again, early 80s rap was pretty much starting its popularity. And that's what I was listening to a lot. But then as soon as I picked up a guitar and started learning it, my buddy turned me on to Led Zeppelin and the Grateful Dead. And it was almost like a, a light switch. All right changed and i just stopped listening to rap and hip-hop and just went right into classic rock and and that's been big big influence for me nice yeah uh you mentioned uh fat boys also and uh and we were kind of talking about uh vinyl a little bit earlier uh off mic but uh i have a um it's a record store day exclusive and it's a fat boys record inside of a pizza box oh and, wow. wow and the record looks like a pizza pepperoni pizza that is so funny and uh so i thought uh that was a lot of fun but uh i mean i'm i like the fat boys and all but i got us more like i thought it was really cool packaging like <laughs> oh, the, the, you know that came in a pizza box and everything right. else so that's it was really cool um and that's like the that's one of the things i think is that i like the best about uh you know vinyl as a as a medium and uh having that um having the ability to do different, you know, random things like that, you know, like I've seen vinyl cut in different shapes, you know, it's not always just the the circle and they're not always, right. and it's not always just, uh, you know, plain black vinyl, you can get all kinds of multicolored and different patterns and all, you know, so there's. Uh, These days it's almost commonplace now for the colored vinyl yeah. or the, the wispy colors and things like that. Sure. But yeah. I, I think it's so, I mean, it's just another layer to the art form, you know, just like that you can, you can express yourself that way too. And, uh, so, um, uh, speaking do. of that, uh, we, we did do that for the first time. Uh, I wanted to have, <coughs> excuse me, a song on vinyl. And so we did that. Um, we pressed seven inch through big finger, records that's uh, don bailey um he uh he he runs evangeline's uh central west end area nice, yeah. but he has a, a little studio and uh he pressed 10 seven inch uh copies for us so it was only 10 of them we'll probably hopefully have a, another pressing sometime but it's got uh our song guess that's the way you say goodbye uh from the album on one side and uh, wish you well on the other side um, and they're in, in different colors, mostly blue, dark blue. There's also red. I think there's even a couple of green Green, ones. I think, too, yeah. Um, and so each of the band members got one, so there's only five left. <laughs> um, but we, we sell those at – we'll sell those at shows. Yeah. Um, they're pretty yeah. – very limited They're edition. collector's items. Yeah. Collector's yeah. items. For sure. Yeah, man. But yep. the colored vinyl is cool. Yeah. Well, what's that like uh, for you guys? I mean, I'm, I'm sure uh, – you know, whether yourself or your your parents, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys grew up uh, with having some records around the house mm -hmm. and stuff. What's that like uh, for you to see that when that came in that day, like uh, seeing your your name on a That's, vinyl press? It's like a dream come true. I'd, it's I'd, exciting. I've always had wanted to do that, and uh, the opportunities had not, you know, presented themselves, but it did this time. And um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. I imagine, I, I, yeah, it's got to be one of the, you know, I've never, I've never been there either, but uh, uh, just being that that box shows up in the mail that day or whatever, you know, like that's got to be a very exciting uh, experience to. Oh, I got to watch him uh, yeah. press him actually. Yeah. So uh, that was even more cool. 
that's a, and I, you know, I've been a fan, but I never, uh, I just recently like learned a little bit more about some of the, you know, actual behind the scenes of like stuff. I was actually listening to a podcast, uh, with, uh, Jack White, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, he was, uh, on broken record podcast with, uh, uh, Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, he was kind of talking about a little bit inside of, uh, third man records and how like some of the how the actual you know recycled plastics that go into you know creating the records and stuff the actual wax and stuff so it's a really uh cool process to watch and uh be a part of so uh yeah again blessed to have that yeah Yeah. and and there's still something about building building a collection collecting music as opposed to just having a whole bunch of things that you can stream it's i love streaming i stream all the time and i love having my my vinyl collection or even i still have you know all the cds that Mm -hmm. that i grew up with too yeah yeah i've got uh i had a, a lot of cds um and then like uh like for me, uh, you know, maybe uh, late middle school and then going into high school, like I was kind of like <clears throat> already kind of getting known for the music stuff. Like I was like the guy that I, I had a ton of CDs, I, you know, and I was, I wouldn't say DJ parties, but people, but, you know, I was kind of like the DJ because I had all the CDs kind of thing. So I'm like, uh, yeah. And I remember I had this big binder and I, I don't know, I was, I took it to school one day and I guess somebody swiped it. Uh, oh, no. And uh, so the, uh, the funny part about it all, which, uh, you know, like, again, like yourself, I like to try to put a positive on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, so the funny part for me was like, I it all like end up coming back around. Uh, I was walking on the other side of town one day and just uh happened there was a cd in the uh on the sidewalk there and i flip it over and i happened to notice i this is at the time also uh you know when burning cds mm-hmm. and stuff so Making like I had, mixes, yeah, yeah so i had so it's a i flipped over the cd and it says shane's mix on and i was like oh, oh but, how funny so I, I laughed i'm just thinking about this person like just you know cruising around town. no this sucks I'm just yeah. sling, <laughs> slinging my cds out the window i'm like you should have kept walking maybe. yeah right of, yeah. a few more right yeah so, uh, uh i hope hopefully they at least appreciated the other stuff but uh maybe, right. maybe that one wasn't was too didn't much like yeah. didn't like your mix so <laughs> right. Well, so not not everybody has the good taste that you have. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, I agree. I, I I've I've since uh, replenished a bunch of those, and uh, and uh, but uh, it's nice to have. Um, I got a lot of vinyl, also, especially locally. I've been trying to buy all my friends that you know press the vinyl, and so uh, it's just fun to have, man. It's fun to, and hopefully one day you know I'll be able to pass along to to my children and right you know that kind of thing so my my dad gave me a bunch of his records uh i got you know all the <laughs> almond brothers and skinner and all the other all the things that he liked to yeah. listen to so there you go um you know good stuff oh yeah so um but yeah no it's it's fun man it's fun collecting and and i've like got all a whole like room full of memorabilia of all kinds of random posters and things and so Maybe someday uh, 
we'll do something properly display it all and do do something cool with it all yeah so uh well uh again uh come see trophy mules february 19th in belleville illinois at the wine garden uh follow along on uh, facebook and instagram for more dates coming soon and uh you can find all things at the trophymules.com and uh but i got a couple questions for you guys uh uh having some fun with these uh get your take on them but uh all right um say we the day comes along we get a uh some trophy mules action figures what would you guys like to see uh <laughs> to go with the, the, the three accessories to go with your action figure Ooh. oh boy um accessories um I would have to say a baseball bat, um, a gold chain, <laughs> and some uh, Run DMC Adidas shoes. My Adidas. Yes, that's awesome. I would. I would say for for me, I would love. I would love to have a. Of course, guitar that you could strap on to the to the person, but also how about a keytar? Oh, that, yeah. So interchangeable. So, so the kids can <laughs> swap be between between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the third thing, it probably has nothing to do with being in a band, but I'm such a big Star Wars fan that I'd love to have a lightsaber. There you go for my action figure. Yeah. What kind of guitar do you uh, have? You, do you have a particular uh, favorite that you would want to put in there? Um, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a Strat guy, so um, yeah, just just a good old Fender Stratocaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I uh, I, uh, I, know, I always think it's uh, fun to you know everybody's got their. I always think of like Wayne's World, you know, when he's like uh, <laughs> yeah. goes into the guitar shop <laughs> yes. and like one day she'll be mine. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Now you already have action figures coming out, don't you, Shane? You're like kind of a celebrity, aren't you? Uh, I don't know about all that. <laughs> what kind of accessories uh, are you gonna? Uh, have? Well, uh, I don't. I've never. Um, I don't think I have any access like uh, like action, real action figures. But I did become a cartoon. Uh, so like that's a that was a pretty big highlight for me. Yeah. To, oh wow! To be to be. Uh, and now I'm uh, immortalized as a animated, this, yeah. yeah, this uh, little Shaney character. So, yeah. uh, uh, but uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, probably uh, this uh, wonderful Heil, Heil microphone that I like using a lot. Be uh, good. Which uh, yeah, proud uh, to represent locally. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know uh, if you know, but uh, Bob Heil also has a bunch of history with uh, the Grateful Dead and everything. Yeah, so the that, Who also. Yeah, so yep. which I think is super cool that I'm even remotely associated with that. Adult. Like, <laughs> right. it's, it's really uh, exciting for me. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, prob- <laughs> <Excuse. coughs> probably a. Um, you got to go with the double decker fudge around. I think that's got to mm-hmm. be one of the accessories. In, in the other hand. Um, now I probably would have said Mountain Dew a couple of years back, but I've been really, uh, trying to be good. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Mountain Dew Zero. Maybe Zero. To get the, uh. Mountain Dew Zero. Yeah. I like that. I was, uh, I, there was a, 
I had a thing for a while. It was me, me Mountain Dew go way back, and mm-hmm. but I've been trying to get right, trying to. Um, the pandemic for me was not uh, the best of times, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, for mental health and uh, everything else. Just uh, you know, uh, also lost my mother and at the end of the year in twenty. Oh, and sorry 20, to hear that in twenty nineteen. So uh, and then the world shut down right after that. So like, I yeah, kinda, I got to my my heaviest, and I was like. I need to make some changes, and uh, so I started trying to been trying to eat right and drink a lot more water and everything else. So good for you. That's it's not easy, right? It's it's it's, it's so it's much easier to find things that aren't aren't healthy. So yeah, yeah. Kudos to you for for making it work. Yeah. So that was one of the first ones I had to I had to I was I had to get rid of them. The you mom, had to divorce mom, mom dude. Yeah. <laughs> so every now and then I'll treat myself. Uh, you know, but. But uh, it's a, you know it's it's more of a more of that a, a treat not a yeah not just a steady flow of Mountain Dew all day long. <laughs> right. I can't do regular yeah. soda, so I do yeah like zero yeah. or uh, diet diet sodas. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Well, for me, it's a slippery slope because then I'll be like, okay, I, you know, do and then I'll be like, well, yep, right back into the you know, <laughs> right, yeah. So yeah, uh, I have to just more or less just cut it off completely. Except for, like I said, on a rare, oca- rare occasion every now and then, but, uh, but yeah. All right. What about um, uh, now, you guys? Uh, let's talk about maybe like a dream duet or a collaboration. Is there? Uh, is there anybody that you maybe get in the studio with or a feature? on a track or anything maybe a another vocalist uh to sing duet with or anything like that i have a few i'd love to do a song with um one would be michael stai from rem love to do a song with him even if you know he just sing it and i, I play it you know some something i wrote or something or had you know an idea an idea in my head and say hey you know here you go and see that happen or uh um, Bob Pollard from Gotta by Voices would be another one. Uh, that'd be very cool. Um, Jay Ferrara or Jeff Tweedy, Sunvold or Wilco, any one of those would be be cool to have any sort of part part in, even if it was just strumming along on rhythm guitar. You know, <laughs> yeah, that'd be a dream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it'd be it'd be Trey Anastasio from from Fish. And not only, you know, obviously he's a, he's an incredible musician, but he just seems like a great guy, Yeah, you know? So I think it'd be really cool. Um, and I, you know, play along to a lot of, a lot of his stuff when I'm just at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think it'd be a ton of fun to, to, to play with him. It'd be, be very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, you ever, uh, get to, you ever get to see those guys or meet any of those guys at all? To. Um, I met uh, Bob Pollard after I got it by Voices show. Just you know, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, never met any of the others. Uh, would love to. Love to have a conversation with them. Right. You know, just pick their brains a little bit. You know, well, I think, uh, it's, and that's like what uh, I think are pretty cool about uh, you know uh, Jeff and and Jay. Like you're saying, is uh, you know, especially. Here uh, from these parts, right? Yeah, yeah you yeah. see, you saw guys that you know in the same neighborhood that went on to do do it and mm-hmm. at, a, at a high level and stuff. So it's like that's definitely a big inspiration for yeah. sure. 
So uh, we need to figure out how to get them back together. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> I don't know if that'll happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was, and you know, it was cool to, you know, the, I have like, same thing with like, uh, I have a buddy, um, Ross, who is, he's, you know, ended up actually, we, we did one a couple of years ago, uh, recorded the podcast together, but <clears throat> we went to high school together and he went on to pitch for the pros, uh, you know, he's bounced around a couple different teams oh. over the years, but, uh, uh, played for the like nationals and the white Sox and, and Ooh. things. And, um, and uh, I just cool, uh, to see a guy from small town, Missouri went in Winsville and, and went on to, you know, doing the, make it to the big show. So yeah, it makes yeah. the whole community proud. And, you know, right. It's like, I know him or, yeah. you know, he's one of us kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it does. But, and it was just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just fun, man. It's cool to see, you know, I'm proud of my friends and it's just cool to see them, you know, chasing that dream that we, so many of us, uh, so many others had too, but mm-hmm. getting to do it in that level. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah. Uh, all right. Um, uh, is there anything you guys think you could uh, get into the Guinness Book of World Records for? <laughs> oh, boy. Um. No, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I would say I, I I consider myself such an average guy. Could I could I win the record for being an, an average everyday guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As Joe Walsh says, an ordinary average guy. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. Yeah, I uh, uh Joe's uh he's another he's a character. Yeah, that guy's yeah. uh. Got to see him uh, open up for Seeger uh, one night, and it was uh, it was a ton of fun. It was like uh, and just him on stage, like he's just a he's a little, he's a nutty guy, and he's running around and having a good time. And oh, but that's sure. what it's all about is having, having fun. And he's super talented though, too. Yeah, for oh, sure. He's yeah. great. Yeah. I I saw the I saw the Eagles a, f- a few years ago, number of years ago, in in one of their farewell tours, and <laughs> uh, and I, I honestly the first set. All the songs sounded so much just like the album that the first set was almost boring. Second set, they let Joe Walsh do his thing, and it got fun. Yeah. You know that was that was that was a lot of fun. It was, yeah, you know his influence for sure. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, one more. Uh, is there a movie or a TV show you wish you were in? Is there uh, anything like a a, TV a, show. a certain world? Uh, I know Josh already kind of alluded to um what his answer might be uh but uh movie or tv show um i love it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah so i'd love to be part of that craziness sometime just you know be in that show once for sure that'd be be mine that show's hilarious yeah yeah and i i yes i earlier mentioned that i'm i'm a big star wars fan and i love the new shows that are you know coming out now so yeah to have a part and be in that world would be would be pretty amazing yeah yeah i uh i don't know it's something i think about a lot I, even um just a, a cameo role i always like that's like my one of my bucket list kind of things like uh, i just want to walk on set and like you know whatever i have one line be like <laughs> you know whatever it is i don't know right. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the role, but you know, just like having that one moment, and like, and then you can freeze frame. Hey, look, there I am. Yeah, right, you are, yeah. right. You can pause it. Yeah. And there you are. So. I think you'll get there. Yeah, I think uh, that's something I like. I 
uh, so Conan O'Brien, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he used to do uh, write for SNL. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like th- occasionally they would use him uh, as like different background characters. And, uh, and, th- and then he's like continued it like as he became like the – TV host uh, and everything else. Like he, he randomly appears in the backgrounds of like uh, various show. Like he had a, like a recurring thing where he was he would like uh, go in these like um, like uh, soap operas and stuff. And like so oh, he's really? like he's like he's, he's like uh, uh, in these like you know a coffee shop scene on a laptop or you know something like that. Like <laughs> you know some very random thing, and it's just you know six whatever six five conan brian yeah. sitting yeah. back there with his bright red hair and all you know just like uh but yeah he uh so something like that that's all i need i just don't um, it doesn't even really have to be a speaking line but yeah i think uh it would be fun to have that that moment like peter jackson and when he always eats a carrot in the in the lord of the rings movies yeah. like he has a carrot in his hand that right. he's eaten well i like uh, you know like stan lee always had like a a, mm-hmm. a moment in like all the marvel Even, ones yeah, yeah. yeah that was good you know, so those are always fun like, his was fun too just good that was re, re it was always a reoccurring thing but it was always a different you know you never know where he was going to pop up right how how he was going to be uh in the movies but mm-hmm. it was uh it was fun to keep a lookout see where he was going to be at it was, yeah. But uh, yeah, so something like that. I just think it'd be. Uh, I'm a fan of uh, movies, and it'd be it'd be cool to be a part of that someday. Uh, well, guys, uh, this has been uh, a ton of fun, man. I've been really enjo- enjoying uh, getting to know a little bit more about the Trophy Mules, and uh, again, come see them live. Catch the uh, grab the album on CD or vinyl while you can, uh, and. Uh, but uh, I guess, um, you know, looking forward to the rest of this year. Uh, do we have uh, certain goals in mind that we, uh, that we want to accomplish this year? Is there, is like, uh, is the touring or anything like that is uh, in, the, in, in mind? Or? We don't really get much out past yeah. <laughs> the St. Louis area. But uh, the goal is to, to get some full band gigs booked, mm-hmm. maybe, so, uh, you know, some local festivals or, or stuff like that. Um, we also have some newer songs uh, already in the works, so to work on those with the guys, um, those would be some goals for, for 2023, I think. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, like maybe some of those new songs will come together rather quickly and maybe not have as much uh, hiccups uh, recording <laughs> the next project as we did. Yeah, uh, right. hopefully another pandemic does not happen. Right, and, right. And yeah. move, move a little bit quicker on the process yeah. yeah we should be able to to cut that time down a little bit right yeah. but uh but yeah i uh appreciate you guys doing this today and uh hopefully we can uh do it again soon yeah but, thanks uh, for having us yeah. sean appreciate yeah. it thank yeah, you i really appreciate it and what what you do for for the scene is it's awesome so thanks ha- a lot yeah happy to help uh and uh yeah hopefully we'll get some new years uh checking out the new t- the tunage so uh thanks guys and uh we'll uh Talk to you all soon. Yep. Thank you. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye, everybody.